0: 97.1 FM Talk, On Demand Audio. These allegations are deeply concerning. That's Does the win. president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. <laughs> and now, Sue's News, Sue's brought to you by Sue.
1: I'm sorry, did we all want to hear that more about that? Uh, I think on? I heard enough. Okay, yeah, I'm, yep. I'm thinking, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I wanted to talk about this briefly because uh, as a a child, my favorite football team, well, it is today, too, because we have no Rams, are the Steelers. And my beloved Franco Harris passed away today. Uh, The Steelers, great Steelers, sweetheart of a man and running back. uh, They were about to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. And they were going to retire his number 32 in just not that far from now. But, uh, you know, he passed away today and that uh, will not be able. To, well, maybe they'll still do that. Do you have sound from that, Yeah, Fred? Yeah, here's, here's no the, way. the call oh, of you. the Immaculate Reception, reception. But we don't so see it cool. in there. Oh, it's you not there? It? Under well, Franco. Have you ever seen? Oh, you've oh, got it. it? Here Okay, it is. all right. That's got, that's cut out of the air. The ball is pulled
0: in. By Franco Harris. Harris is going for a touchdown for Pittsburgh. Harris is going. Five seconds left on the clock. Franco Harris bullet the football. I don't even know where it came from.
1: Oh wow. was, have you ever seen that, Ryan? The play, the immaculate reception. Yeah, I watched a replay of it today, and the
0: way the TV camera is tracking the ball, it gives you the impression that it was an incomplete throw. Like you don't see it immediately. In the confusion, I'm sure of everyone watching on TV, in the pure excitement that the ball was still live, it was as he was running to the end zone. Pure amazing moment in football.
1: It really. It and if you look at it from different angle, did they do a thirty for thirty on this? They may have. I think that I've watched an entire thing about it. But it depends on the angle you see. But if you've never seen it, look it up. And he was a sweetheart of a man. And uh, I'm sorry to uh, see him go. Okay, on this day in history, in 1908. Okay, think about this. This is a St. Louis historical fact. The first taxi cabs began operating in this city. 1908. And they were run by Mississippi Valley Auto Company. And the first passenger to kind of kick off the whole thing was the governor. So Governor David Francis made a 25-minute trip from his home at Newstead in Maryland to his office at North 4th Street. And the first <laughs> fares were $0.30 cents for the first half mile, $0.10 cents for each quarter mile thereafter. Kind of cool. That, that expensive, is cool. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does. does it? I thought so, too. But, uh, okay. yeah, that happened in 1908. And I like that the governor used to live here, and his office was just downtown.
0: I think he was the governor for the 1904 World Fair. Fair. I remember say, yeah. him opening that. Too. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Right. Uh, oh, it, it won't let me do. I'm what trying to do trying an inflation to do?
0: calculator, and it won't It's. Oh, of it's course It's not telling not. me how much it would go for.
1: Well, I'll keep going. If you find it, let me know. And in on this day in 1949, Creve Court was incorporated, and, of course, the name means broken heart uh, in French. They're not sure really what it, it, it you know, is it referring to the Crevecourt Lake? Because apparently when Crevecourt was first settled, it was actually two lakes that resembled a broken heart. And then there's a whole other story about some somebody uh, who had a broken heart, and that's why they did it. But Crevecourt, 1949, on this day, became an actual incorporated city. Can
0: I, can I tell you, Sue, an embarrassing thing? I don't think I can ever spell creep Core right. I always
1: misspell Core. <laughs> okay, okay, Some days on. I get it right. Are you Ready? C O E U R Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're better. Yeah, you're better than you thought. <laughs> wow. And Impressive. Uh, this one has music. Um, this was in 1968. Oh. Glenn Campbell's album, Wichita Lineman, goes to number one. I am a lineman for the county. I drive the main road. I love me some Glenn Campbell. Me Fred, too. talk to oh, me. Oh yeah, I love Glen Glenn Campbell. Ugh. What about you, Ryan? You swaying. You swaying to I the music? I can't say
0: that I have ever listened to him on purpose. Like I've never seeked him out. It's pleasant. I wouldn't change the channel if it was on.
1: Okay, well, that's it for Ryan. That's uh, actually pretty high praise. <laughs> yeah. uh, Glenn Campbell is a great guitarist, and it turns out he's one of the top of. Uh, uh, certainly, he he's one of the top twenty, I would say, of all time. And it, you may not realize that, but uh, look it up and listen, and you will discover it. And he, of course, is gone. But this yeah. was nineteen sixty-eight.
0: Oh, no, he's not a Michigan guy. Never mind. Think
1: Why would he be a else. Michigan guy? Who are you thinking? Have you ever was. heard of Gwen Campbell? I don't think so, but I'm really bad with artist names. So there's a good chance I have, but I just don't know it. Oh, that's okay. We're trying to educate her on this show, Fred. <laughs> Do we that's not? That's right. Yes. Yep. We are time. Uh, it looks like Disney is going to be the biggest moneymaker at the global box office for 2022. That uh, The, the uh, Avatar, The Way of the Water, which does not appeal to me in the least... Uh, apparently has made $500 million worldwide. Have you any interest in it, Ryan? It is the most overrated
0: series. Thank you. I don't understand the appeal. I I really don't. I don't get it. I watched the first one, and it became, at least one time, the biggest grossing movie of all time. And I watched it and thought, why are so many people paying to watch this? It's just an average movie. This like, is There's why nothing special about it. I, I uh, agree. Uh, I know the special effects, but still the story wasn't all that great. No, and no. they come out with this new one and they have to, what, make $2 billion to break even?
1: Yeah, it's something and they're ridiculous. And they on that? They're, yeah. Fred, have you seen any of the avatars? Uh, oh, yeah. I saw the first one and I
0: thought it was really good. Uh-huh. I was looking forward to going to the second one yeah. over the uh, holiday weekend.
1: Uh, Abby? Um, Oh, but, sorry. Uh, but... No, um,
0: but then I saw the previews, and it does look.
1: Dumb. I don't know if
0: I'm. I don't know if I'm liking it. Boring. Mm. <laughs> what? Do,
1: what do you say, Ebs? Um I liked the first one when it came out, and then I think it got too popular, and it was a little bit like, oh, okay. Um, but my family and I are seeing the second one because there's nothing too. else. Yeah. That's why people are seeing it. I'm telling you. Uh, by the Even way. Even the ride at Disney is
0: overrated. We did the really? Disney trip last year. And you go through. It's like you walk a quarter mile to make it through the queue line. And you finally get to this thing. And they put you in what's almost like you're not skydiving. But it makes it feel like you're flying through the Avatar world. Oh. And man. It took forever to get through that line, and the ride was not worth it, and that was one of the main attractions. I didn't even like the the, the, the ride. That should yeah. have been
1: fun. See, I'm with you on that. I knew you would not like it. By the way, this uh, will lo- most likely be enough to push Disney over the $4 billion mark for the year. Uh, it also released Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and Thor, and those were big moneymakers for them this year. Now, the movie that I watch every time it's on, Twister, which really isn't that great, but I love it, uh, that's with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. Um, they have officially said... By the way, it did pretty well at the box office in 1996. It did about $500 million globally. It was nominated for Oscars for Best Sound and Visual Effects. Now, they're officially doing a sequel. We talked about the fact that they might, right. Fred. Well, they're calling it, instead of Twister, Ryan, Twisters. Huh? You see that <laughs> big difference?
0: Uh, it's a totally
1: different deal. Yeah, and, uh, it's, it's like
0: going... What? What's the one where it, it was the tornado dropping sharks all over the place? Sharknado, what was that? Sharknado I believe <laughs> you're yep. referring and, to. And then the only way you can top a Sharknado is if you have multiple Sharknados going on at the same time. So they realize you need more than one to yeah. keep things exciting.
1: <laughs> well, a, a Sharknado I'm never going to watch, but Twisters with an S I might. But they they've given the release date. They know that it's going to be July nineteenth, twenty twenty four. But we still don't know what the plot is or who's going to be in it. Obviously, Bill Paxton cannot can they because he has passed away. Uh, but we don't know about Helen Hunt. But they do know that they're planning to release it the same weekend that Transformers: A New Generation comes out. So that's what they plan. But we don't know anything else. And this
0: is twenty twenty four.
1: Twenty twenty four. Wow. I know. It's a long way away. I can't and, even think about 2023, and that's just like know. a weekend. I know. And, of course, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was also in that, and he can't be. So I, I don't know whether they're working to, said Sue, comma, stating the obvious. And I, I'm really sorry because I liked I liked Philip Seymour Hoffman, and I really like Bill Paxton. And we'll just see what they do.
0: Man, they're really committing to the reboots are opposed they? to I, the original I'm material. I'm tired
1: of it. <laughs> Yes, a year and a half away I agree from with it. You, in, Sue. In, yes, yeah. I mean even Abby, poor Abby, is all she's getting is reboots. At <laughs> yeah. least, uh, at least Fred and I and Ryan have seen something original. <laughs> yeah, and, if you have, if you didn't have Twister on VHS, you weren't cool back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I didn't know other people liked it as well as I do because it's not that great of a film. I just enjoy it. Okay, now the 45th annual Kennedy Center Awards have been recorded. Right. The honorees this time, um, you 2 uh, Tanya Leone, uh, Amy Grant, Gladys Knight, love Gladys, but also George Cooney, uh, Cooney Clooney. <laughs> and uh, the kind of spoiler alert, because they've actually recorded it, but they're going to put it out later. It's not going to be on until December the 28th. But they've already released this story because apparently Matt Damon got up and he was doing the intro speech for Clooney. And they're like, oh, he's the, one of the Hollywood's greatest actors. He's a throwback to the, the uh, Hollywood golden days and the, how classy it all is. Well, well uh, Damon gets up there and he says, uh, let me tell you a little story. Uh, he told the story about how George once pooped in a litter box as a joke. And that's part of the intro for Ew. his that Yes. He did that's it great. as a joke. Uh, this is why I'm doing this, because Ryan is here. He would be abused <laughs> by this. He, Clooney, was once a roommate of Richard Kind. He was that actor in Mad About You and Curb Your Enthusiasm. He had a cat, and they lived together. They kept the litter box in the bathroom, so apparently George did that as a joke. And when the guy walked in, he was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, Kitty! Yeah. So, if you want to see that story and a Matt Damon tell it, you will have to actually watch the Kennedy Center Awards. I think that's another reason not to watch. It. I would totally <laughs> agree. Yep. And Don't finally, they hear that on PBS, like that's oh, a yeah, big I think they like, do. public broadcasting. So right. that's going to be really on target. for that <laughs> <office>. <laughs> I think everybody's gonna be horrified. I, I well, we'll see how it goes. And finally in Sue's news, we have uh, today's random fact. I'm just gonna go all movies. All right, Christopher Lloyd's character is always hunched over in back to the future so he doesn't tower over Michael J. Fox. Lloyd is six foot one. Fox is only five foot four and they didn't want it to be such a huge disparaging thing so he just kind of hunched over and looked like a doc the whole time and that's it for Sue's News
0: get more at 971talk.com
1: we really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and
0: each line is only $25 a month new iPhone 15s only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch